but I also see myself, you know, just having so much knowledge because, you know, with me starting at a young age, you know, like 18, like you're going to like, if you really look at it, like I'm kind of, kind of going to be the full package. Yo, it's showtime, here we go. Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Mr. McMahon in your stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere, George drive everywhere. Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere. Eyes all white with the cold stare, you know I had to go there. Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. You ain't really ready for the boss. No pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Shooting star deadly off the porch, no pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying, steady with the source, not a penny in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts, what? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Alright guys, so I am so excited for this interview right now. Um, we've been waiting to have her on here for a long time. We have Izzy, Izzy Mania, on our podcast Hi, right now. Hello, what's up? Izzy, you're doing Cheers. big things. I mean, you were, you were just on The Bump yesterday. Yeah, uh, WWE's The Bump. How was that? Yeah. Oh, it was such a cool experience. I had a great time. You know, it was. I was definitely nervous and excited all at once, but more excited. You know, I really didn't know what to expect. I definitely watched the show before, so, you know, I kind of knew, like, what they were going to ask me and everything, but overall, yeah. I had a great time. And I think um, I think it was so funny because, like, from a you know fan's point of view, watching the bump, it, it was funny because you came on and you were like definitely excited, you were fangirling, and then I think they showed the Bailey the Bailey um, interview or whatever she shot for you, and as soon as she said something about beating you, it was so funny because knowing you, I saw that little <laughs> that little switch, yeah. and it was like, uh oh, no, you're not beating me. <laughs> and like you went from fangirl to like super hyper competitive which is so yeah, cool to see that was my dad always like said like i looked like a ufc fighter like uh, nate diaz like called me out or something um but yeah that was definitely cool you know it was like a lot of closure for me like in many ways so that was cool to have like a little message from her but overall the show was awesome like like i said i had a great time it was so cool yeah, uh, I, I kind of just want to ask before we change topics uh, about sort of Izzy, the performer, you know, the the wrestler character. Um, what sort of the the idea behind that, like in the approach to it? Um, you mean like my character, like the right? Movie? Yeah. So I really like. There's no really like story behind it. It's really like just me, you know. I like, I just want to be me and really show the world like who I really am. You know, sure. Like my whole story is, you know, I had to work my butt off every single day because some people just thought I was just a kid and you know, that like sometimes had to hold me down, but overall I'm still able to come out on top and, you know, be able to do these amazing things like being on the bump. And I think it's, it's funny. I think a lot of people don't know. I mean, I, I first met you and your family at, at knockout wrestling last year <laughs> And it's so funny because, like, obviously you are very personable, very charismatic. You you know how to work a camera. But when you're doing your, your character, per se, um, it's like you're the complete opposite, as in you were, like, trashy people. <laughs> and I think the yeah. first thing I saw of you was, like, it was, like, Deland, Florida. And you were talking about, like, you're marrying your, like, you know, you look like you're marrying your brothers and sisters getting married and things. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. And you were, like, what, like, 11 or 12 at the time? I was, yeah. I remember that promo specifically. That was in the land, yeah. You know, that was, like, that was such a funny, like, 
show because like nobody was really there and so like you know you had all these people and they were like you know they were expecting something different and then like right you know i say brothers uh, brother sister look like they got married or something so yeah that was that was a really funny promo and that's kind of what i'm getting at it's like i think it's funny that uh you know obviously people know you as the bailey super fan they expect you to be bubbly and you and you are you have your successful show uh every wednesday the hot tag with izzy and you know you you show that personality but then you cut these promos and uh, you're just trashing everyone. It is like a completely different side of yourself. And it's kind of like, okay, she has range. Like she can do either or, which was even shocking for me as a fan. Because obviously, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I knew of you from 2015. Let, let's talk about that first of all. I'm, I'm sure yeah, I know every right. interview you talk about it. But, you know, what, let's talk about what got you started um, on this path, which is, you know, Sasha Banks um, stealing your bow is probably the big incident. So, yeah, definitely. Let's talk about that. Why, why did you cry? Like, what happened there? <laughs> uh, I always ask myself that question to this day. I really don't know why. Um, I think it was either because, like, I was scared she was going to, like, break it. Or yeah. my, my friendship was, with Bailey was going to, like, end. I don't know why I thought that. But it was just, it was, it was an awesome moment to be a part of. And I think is that, I, is that, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, is that is that what sort of brought the Izzy out of you that moment right there is that when Izzy was born uh kind of sort of you know the first like the whole Izzy mania thing like it started when I met Hulk Hogan because like he was like oh what's your name and I was like oh Izzy Izzy and he was like oh Izzy mania and we were like oh that's really cool so that's kind of how that started but you know like through the years like when I had to deal with some hardships and go through some rough patches I really think that how i start to develop like who i am really so i never knew that i actually thought just izzy mania you know came because of i, I don't know i thought you, you're just I, I know you wear the old school wrestling shirts and things like that so maybe i yeah. thought you just you know went off of that but hulk hogan himself kind of bestowed that upon you which is pretty cool yeah it is you know i wanted to meet him for so long and we were that was actually the day of nxc takeover brooklyn that was like the first brooklyn like they went out of the state of Florida, but we went because well, we couldn't go to takeover because my dad only found two tickets and really oh. there was three of us. There was my mom, my dad and me. And I was like, Oh no, I really want to go all together. So we were like, okay. So instead they, they were like, Oh, Hey, let's go meet Hulk Hogan. Cause he was doing a signing at his shop in Clearwater. So we went, I got to meet him and that was really cool. And then later that night we had like a little party with all our friends for takeover. I would have told your dad to just wear an oversized coat and you could have just like, he could have just held you there and then walked in with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just Definitely. kidding. <laughs> but, um, so I did want to ask you, you know, uh, something I actually, you know, for as long as I've known you, which let, let's tell people why I know you, uh, we worked together at, at knockout wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. I just instantly had rapport with your family. Uh, your family's so awesome. So shout out to your mom and dad. Cause I definitely yeah. see where you get like that hard work ethic from, um, <laughs> But I wanted to ask you, because something I'm totally ignorant on, um, the incident with, with Effie and yeah. the choke slam. I actually didn't know that there was a controversy behind that. So can you explain, like, in your own words what happened? So what really happened, so before the whole match happened, it was really hard to make it, like, come true and everything because everybody just didn't like the concept that it was a grown man versus a 10 year old girl. So like that was really hard to kind of get that started. Um, but after the mat, like after the fact, like everybody was freaking out because I took a bump on like as a choke slam. Right. 
So, and I've taken bumps before, you know, I knew how to like handle myself in the ring. I wasn't like, this wasn't like my first like time in the ring and everything. But when, if you look at the video closely, his knees hit before me. So like right. it was he absorbed very the impact. Safe. Yeah. yeah. So it was very safe. Like before, like afterwards it like hurt because like it was my first major bump. So like, mm. you know, that's what to expect, but nothing in like, Oh my God, I feel like I broke something. You know, it's, it was more that soreness. Soreness, right. Than, yeah. So like afterwards, like I got a lot of like hate because like, like I said, I, I took my first bump. So like, um, that's why I had to leave my pro wrestling school, my oh, wow. like old, um, wrestling promotion. So, and then that's when I transitioned into like BJJ, like mixed martial art, mixed martial arts and everything. So that was like, I, I actually really enjoyed that transition because it was like kind of legitimized me. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and yeah. I've, I've taken um, jujitsu and things like that growing up. So I, I totally know mm-hmm. what you mean, like more contact learning. I believe you're not in karate. You learn how to bump a lot, which is you do a lot of mat work and things like that. So I think that probably helped you out a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't realize I know your dad had mentioned it in passing to me once, but I didn't realize like the, the amount of hate that this incident got. And and like what people don't realize, at least from from my point of view, is like you did like a whole match before that one spot. And yeah. it was like and I'm talking about there was a part where you did like this uh, tornado DDT. And mm-hmm. I was amazed at uh, at anyone doing that, much less a 10 year old girl at the time. I was like, holy crap. Like yeah. you hit an amazing tornado DDT. So it was kind of like one of those things where I, I had never seen it. I actually just saw it for like the first time a couple days ago. Yeah. Well, Effie, he was the one spinning me around. Right, of course. So like that yeah. was, and like, I didn't really have to do any work except just hold on to him and just like, you know, do my thing. <laughs> so that was, thing. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty helpful because like everybody I was in the ring with, including Leva Bates, like they were very helpful. Like they were, they want to keep me safe. So that's what I, that's kind of why I felt like, I did a good job, and that's why, like, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be okay in this match. But yeah. You got to mix it up with uh, Guerrero and Gangrel in the ring yeah. as well, too. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Um, Gangrel, he was awesome to work with. Um, Hector was so sweet, you know, and we we actually had to do a spot, and so like he fell down, and I felt so bad. Yeah. I was like so scared, <laughs> but really, like, I just failed. So, <laughs> and like after he was like critiquing me and like, he was like, oh, you could have done this. So I was like, okay. I was, but mainly I was like focused on if he was okay. Cause I was like, uh, oh my yeah. God, I hope he's not hurt or anything. But there was, that was some cool moments to like just look back on and be a part of. Right. Like, I mean, we were on commentary for that, for that event. And we, yeah. when we saw it happen, we almost like had to like, oh, like don't even call attention to that. And yeah, same thing. It's, it's cool that like you you were more concerned about him than to, than to like better yourself in that moment, you know? And I think, I think that that mindset kind of right there is what I feel will drive you in the wrestling business and, and make you successful. Like, I mean, it's one thing, like, for example, it's one thing to see you and your family on as NXT fans, like as I did for a couple years. And, you know, I was nervous to kind of introduce myself to you all. Uh, when I first mm-hmm. met you in Knockout, just because I'm like, oh, these are the, you know, these are the elusive, this is Izzy, this is the Bailey superfan, these are the NXT <laughs> superfans, and I'm like, I don't belong, you know, that sort of thing. And, but once I met you all, it's like, it, it you all made it about me, you know what I mean? As in, like, you were instantly, like, Kenny, oh, we, we love you, things yeah. like that. And just that temperament alone, I feel, the fact that you want to better people is why you're going to be 
uh, successful in the wrestling business. Thank you. Um, so now let me ask, I mean, um, speaking of, uh, you being in the wrestling business, like, okay. So mm-hmm. in five years, you're 13 now, right? In five years, you're 18. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, so I definitely see myself signing a WWE contract and being the youngest to be a part of that business and being a part of WWE, but I also see myself, you know, just having so much knowledge because, you know, with me starting at a young age, you know, like 18, like you're going to like, if you really look at it, like I'm kind of, kind of going to be the full package, you know, like a lot of people say, like, I'm really good on the mic and I know how to talk. And I believe that, you know, I watch my hot tags. And so like, I say, wow, I did really good on this. So the ability to be able to talk is very important in this type of business, you know, you know, doing promos and everything. And also just the training side, you know, I've been doing strength training, you know, now and like, just like having like doing all the other stuff that surrounds pro wrestling, like BJJ, you know, amateur wrestling, all that fun stuff. So that's like, that's where I see myself, you know, having all the tools I need to be the, like the best. I don't think people see that you do like two a day workouts, like in your own like home garage that you yeah. like built in 2020 and stuff like that on social media. So, I mean, you got a line of kettlebells, you got things mm-hmm. like you're doing stuff that like, you know, athletes do. In other words, you're not, you're not just, excuse my language, but you're not half-assing anything. You're going, you're, you're working harder than a lot of people who are in the wrestling business. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I have my own garage, my own gym in my garage. I always say that my own garage in my gym. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I have my own gym in my garage. Um, I have everything I need. We actually just got a squat rack, um, which is amazing because me and my dad can now both do chest press, which I always felt bad because he wasn't able to do chest press uh-huh. with the street bar. But right. with me being at home for school, um, and then my dad have to, having to go to work, um, I'm able to work out in the morning. Either I do my CrossFit little workouts, you know, kettlebell swings, all that fun stuff, or I'll do yoga, DDP, Y, um, which is great for me because, you know, I have scoliosis. So, you know, I've been wanting to like really defeat that and everything. So basically it, that really helped. And then like later in the day when my dad gets home, we'll work, we'll work out together. And mm-hmm. um, um, I've been doing these private kickboxing sessions um, with somebody I've known for a while now. So that's been really well. So, you know, I'm doing a lot right now, which is like really helpful. Yeah. So wait, do you have like a dedicated sort of Izzy's fitness life <laughs> sort of channel or, or anything like that? So like, like a channel that I watch or. Uh, no, that, yeah, just that's you. That's like. It's like you giving like, you know, no, personal training tips or something like that. Yeah. Oh, no, I've actually, I've thought of that before, you know, you know, I've like, I always wanted to like help people and like, like with their training. So like if somebody DMs me and is like, oh, what tips do you have to be a pro wrestler? You know, I always DM them back and be like, oh, you want to do this, this and this. Um, but I definitely thought of doing like a series where like I show like, Oh, here's how you work out. This is what you want to do. This is what you don't want to do. So that's basically, yeah. So kind of yes and no. <laughs> so you talked about uh, having scoliosis. Um, that's actually something, ironically enough, I found out last night and seeing, uh, I think it's like one of your old videos where you're in the car with your dad and he's singing like Backstreet Boys or something. I don't know what he was do- <laughs> doing, but you, you mentioned you're on the way to the chiropractor because you have scoliosis. And uh, that's something I didn't know. Like, how do you like... What would you say to people who might be like, well, I can't be in the wrestling business because of a physical limitation? Because obviously you're, pu- you're pushing through it yourself. 
Yeah, so, like, it's definitely, so, like, my childhood has definitely been, like, had ups and downs, like, including with my scoliosis, you know, like, one of them is, like, not being able to wear normal normal clothes, because, you know, mm. I had to wear, like, a brace, so, like, you can't, oh, wow. wearing jeans with it is, like, pretty uncomfortable, it's not, and so, like, I would have to wear, like, the stretchy unicorn pants from, like, <laughs> Justice or something, um, and then, but like now I got rid of the day braces, which is really nice. So I can wear jeans whenever I want, but I do wear the night brace still. So like, you know, I can't wear like the normal pajamas, but like I have like workout pants that I wear. Um, so like for people, like if they have like physical conditions, you know, keep on pushing. Like you never know, like you can probably break the glass ceiling and like keep on like try it. Cause you know, when I started like training to be a pro wrestler, you know, I was super scared. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to hurt my back. But then right. I just looked back and I was like, if I be safe, if I'm conscious enough and I just like, if I just work smart, like, and I don't do anything dumb, you know, I'll be okay. So definitely you want to be a little bit more cautious, but you know, sometimes you kind of forget about it. And like when you're in the midst of doing something, you absolutely. Yeah. I would have never known. I would have never known. And, and I think it's yeah. just, it goes back to your mentality. It's all a mentality versus a physical limitation, you know? Definitely. Um, but, you know, you talked about, um, well, let me ask you this. So when you were doing all that, you know, uh, Bailey stuff and, and stuff with Sasha Banks, were you like wearing a brace and stuff at that time? Um. So basically what I had to do was I had to wear it from eight to three or two o'clock. So that's what, that's kind of how I, so like if we had to go to shows at night, I didn't have to wear it. Gotcha. Um, you know, there was a few times we'd like go to theme parks and like, I took off my brace cause I wasn't going to walk around universal for brace on, you know, right. really hot down here in Florida. So that's why like I would wear it later on just so I didn't have to deal with that. So, you know, there's like, it's, it's tough to maneuver around it because you know you have to sacrifice a lot you know if you want to wear like the new trendy clothes now or if you want to be more comfortable so yeah there's a lot going into that um speaking of overcoming things um i just i want to talk about a time which i'm I'm sure you'll be mad at me for bringing up but i uh i want to talk about a time um when the wrestling company that we were working for did not have your music and uh you were you were freaking out i remember it distinctively oh, because I... you had had all this all this promo plan in your head and what you were going to mm-hmm. say it was around christmas time and uh all of a sudden you have to walk out the silence look what are you going to do <laughs> i know and I, I remember handing you the microphone and just saying just ad lib and trash everybody because i had seen those yeah. promos from the land okay, now i remember this because when yeah. you introduced when you just introduced them i was like okay i like i know this has happened but like when did it like need specific but now i remember this because i remember what i exactly did i mm-hmm. was singing like jingle bells but right. like trashing everybody which was like kind of funny at the same time but and that was like a terrible terrible well, day that, you know, that's I was, what like, i that's actually what i want to point out is like i'm sure in internally you're saying oh it was bad but you know, I, I handed you Mike. I said, don't even think about it. Go out there, you know, kind of like coaching you. And when you went out there, I, I almost don't want to say what you said, but you were like, you know, speaking of uh, speaking of, of Christmas, look at these. Let's just say Santa Claus. Oh, wow. right? yeah, there you go. And uh, I remember your dad shot me a look like this kid is awesome. I want to kill her, but she's awesome. And yeah. uh, I remember we were just standing there, uh, me and your parents, and it was almost like it's this thing of like, you just work so well under pressure. And I don't think you give yourself enough credit for that, which is like, yes, things went wrong per se, but to me, it was, it was a lot better than if you had had your music because you walked out there, you trashed the whole crowd. The place just come goes awry with like hating on you. 
and then mm-hmm. you started your promo and nobody knew yeah. the difference Mm-mm. but to me like that was the day when i went like oh izzy has it you mm-hmm. know what i mean that is like it's yeah. there's no like who, how many people can do that um so yeah what, definitely. What, what kind of mindset do you have to be in you know to do that sort of thing man, you just like have to be very flexible, you know, cause some things are never going to work out your way. You know, before we, we started to record, I was telling you guys my hot tag yesterday, like I, like I trashed it because, you know, the stuff I said on the bump was what I was going to say on my hot tag. So I didn't want it to be repetitive. And I was really excited for like all the little stuff in between. So like, you know, when I was like, okay, maybe we shouldn't post it. Maybe it's just going to be, it's just gonna not look good. So, and I was like, kind of sad because like, like I said, like all the stuff in between was like really cool, like Halloweeny, you know, I was super excited for it, but you know, sometimes you just got to be flexible. Like there's sometimes where I think of a video idea, like right on the spot, like let's say I'm in NXT, I'm like, oh, this would be cool, but I don't know what I'm going to say. So you definitely want to like come up with what you're going to say, like be flexible, you know, some things are going to go your way. For example, the music and I had to kind of improv like the Jingle Bell song. And it was perfect. Like I said, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad it happened because uh, I, I popped again, like just as a fan, I popped when you were calling people ho ho ho's and I was like, this kid's awesome. Um, but listen, I, I got a couple speaking of fans, I do uh, have a couple questions that people sent me. Um, so I did want to ask you if you can, what's that? Read the names if you can. Oh, I, I don't. I, I yeah. The funny part is I didn't write the names down, no, so I'm sorry about that. Like, <laughs> uh, so if if you if you you ask this question, please comment on the video. Let me know so that we could give you a shout out. <laughs> um, so the question is, um, I wonder what it's like for Izzy at school. Do the other students know how famous <laughs> she is, and are they jealous of her celebrity status, or does it make her popular? And I guess this is obviously you're home for school this year, so yeah, they're talking so about pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so before the pandemic, you know, I'm not popular in school. Um, very exciting. Um, but, like, some people, like, Neither find was out, Brandon. Like, <laughs> this is my question, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, some people will find out that I have a YouTube channel. They'll be like, oh, my God, it's you. And I'll be like, yeah, that's me. And they'll be like, oh, that's so cool. And some kids are like, oh, my God, that's so weird. So, like, it, it really depends on who the person is. So, it's iffy. Really, I, I'm actually surprised to hear that because I, I kind of expect uh, that a lot of people would be like trying to like become your friend or something because of you know your quote unquote oh, status. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. Um, so, it, it, what about now? I mean, I guess with 2020, you know, you're with the pandemic happening, you're getting homeschooled. Um, is it opening up like more time to like do um, stuff for your wrestling platform? Definitely. You know, I can film whenever, you know, if I need to do like a quick video, which is, which I'd have to do on Monday, you know, mm-hmm. breaking down, Oh, here's what's happening this week for me. You know, there's gonna be hot tag this Wednesday. I'm going to be on the bump. There's gonna be an episode on Friday. So like I can film that whenever I want. It's not like, Oh, I have to do this right when I get home. Like luckily I can just, you know, pause school for like a minute and be like, okay, I gotta go film. <laughs> So assuming they give you the option, like pandemic is over, everybody's back to school, assuming that they give options, would you con- like opt to continue to stay at home to kind of further your stuff or do you miss going back to school? There's some factors, but really not really, like not really. I, w- I wouldn't want to go back to school. You know, I'm very happy at home. You know, I could do whatever, you know, I'm home with my mom and my dog. And so my dad, he... 
and somebody's calling me. How fun. Sorry. I'm, I'm used to Brandon <laughs> doing that during an interview, so it's funny. I gotta, I <laughs> that was me too. Sorry, I just called you. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, I wonder who it is. Wait, I should answer and see if it's the warranty people. <laughs> No, it's going to probably be one of my teachers. No, oh, I, I was going to say, um, go ahead like, and answer. No, I, I don't want to risk it. It's going to be like my Spanish teachers. we like, hello. <laughs> like, oh, como esta? Bien, oh, y tu? No. <laughs> it is. Can I see this? Go ahead, of course. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, well, wait, yeah, since you're talking about more personal stuff, uh, what are you doing now? You got like homework, I'm assuming, like little things you're doing in between, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I've been like just doing schoolwork and everything. So that's really like nothing too interesting. You know, I'm taking some cool classes, high school credit classes, so I can graduate early. So, yeah, that's really it. Nice. But you see, uh, I like. You, bef- yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, Brandon. No, I was going to say before we got on, you were uh, mentioned possibly starting up uh, an essay. Uh, yeah. For, yeah. You were saying like you you were good at this stuff. So I was like, what what made you get into essays and love and writing? Um, I think really the creativity, you know, I love writing stories, especially like horror stories. You know, I downloaded this one app where it's like, oh, small writers come here. So it's like, I started oh. like a little, I, I wrote a little story and I had my friend read it and he was like, that's good. You is know, this, really is this still up somewhere? Can I, can I read your, I, your no, work? I don't remember what it's called oh. or what the app is. Like, I really don't, it was like a couple, like, I was like a year ago. So but like, still, I don't remember it. Um, but you know, I just, I just love being able to write, you know, like this, I don't know. It's fun. It's a little, it's therapeutic, like, right? It's yeah, yeah. kind of is, but like, I don't want like, like to think like jot down, like what I'm thinking. Like, I really just, I go with the flow of things. So that's kind of how I write. So Izzy, I you have another question from a fan. Um, and this yes. one, it says, uh, where did you draw inspiration from for your promo style, which I think you talked about, but he goes on to add that uh, he wants to be fluent in public speaking. So he looks at you as an inspiration. Uh, so he wants to know, you know, how to be fluent in public speaking without use of a script and what ways you've come up with to kind of combat, you know. So I guess that ties back to, you know, the improving at, at knockout kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. You want to improv. Like improv is so like helpful. You know, I know you were like they were saying like no script. Um you know, that's like kind of like, okay. So if you want no script, like you kind of want, like take a match, take like a wrestling match. Um, Johnny Gargano versus Damien Priest from Halloween Havoc. And you can talk about that. You know, also really good, um, like way to like practice is calling into radio shows. So I call into busted open on Sirius XM every Thursdays and I get in my reps for talking and everything. So you definitely want to do that. Um, you know, for me, going on podcasts is a lot of, like, practice and everything. So you really want to try to find different ways. So, like like I said, you know, set up your camera, you know, talk about a match that you like, talk about what you didn't like. Or you can talk about your predictions for, like, let's say, Hell in a Cell. Like, really, like, find different ways. So that's what I would really do. And that's kind of what I have done for, like, a little bit. So that's really what I would do. Yeah. And I think, I think just to add to that, I think one thing a lot of people – mistake is that like things have to be perfect because i know you well enough that every time you do something you're like you know oh that wasn't good or that was this and and you would never know that you know when you watch the video because of your professionalism but you're just like everyone else where you critique your own stuff you're probably hardest on yourself more Mm -hmm. more than anyone um and i think i think that's what it is i think people need to let go of expectation people think that 
things need to be perfect before you release them. And it's really yeah. that the mistakes sometimes that make things organic and make things fun. Oh, you know, she's just like me, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, so that's like the thing with me. Like, I don't show when I mess up on my hot tag, right. you know, because I want it to be like professional, but also I try to throw in like fun little tidbits. So it's not like, you know, hello, this is Izzy doing the hot tag. I like, I like to keep it fun, but also very professional. So it's not like if somebody sees and it's like, oh my God, she does a lot of mistakes. So like if I stutter, like on my wording, let's say on like a podcast like this, I'm, like I usually say, oh my God, I can't speak. You know, on my interviews, I like usually say that as well. You know, one time, like I messed up somebody's name and I was like, no, I mean this person, like, sorry. So like, you definitely like, you can't be perfect, but you know, like find your ways to make it. So it's like a funny mistake. Right. Right. You hear that, Brandon? Um, but, uh, <laughs> what? But do you, Brandon, you got a question? Uh, well, yeah, I guess this is, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask, uh, you know, everybody sort of goes through their little, you know, tween phase, uh, mm -hmm. when they're kids, you know, I was into, I was into like Lindsay Lohan and like, uh, Hillary Duff. Kenny was really into Backstreet Boys and like NSYNC. So I was wondering sort of like, what <laughs> were you me. into? Yeah. Like at this age, you know, what was sort of your thing? Um, so like music wise or uh, yeah, either music entertainers, uh, anything like that. Um, so like, I guess, so I, I really like. Um, Dua Lipa right now, she's really good. She's really hot, like right now, like music wise, like like not like looks wise, but you know, no, like, I got you. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> that came out so wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like I love her music, like you know, like they're really good and like the lyrics are fun. Um, Doja Cat, she's really good right now. <laughs> I love she's Doja killing Cat. It. Yeah, I love them. She's so good. Um, uh, let's see. Go. I, I should go on to shows. You know, I love Stranger Things. I've always loved that show. Um, I've been looking at pictures of season four. And I'm trying to convince my. Oh, when was it coming out? I they haven't announced it yet. Ah, I love Stranger Things. So. Yeah, so I think it's going to come out next, like Christmas. But I'm trying to convince my parents to see if we can drive up to Atlanta because that's where we're filming. Because right. that's where they're filming. And so, like, I just want to see, like, what it looks like. Because there's a video of, like, the fans there. And they were, like, yelling at the kid who plays Dustin. And they were, like, hi, Gaten. And he was, like, waving at them. I was, like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> um, Are you going to geek out if, you, if you're able to get out there? <laughs> yeah, I went to Stranger Things Con in Atlanta, and I was able to go see, like, all the places. So, like, I got to see the arcade, Starcourt Mall. Um, so are they, the like, Lack. replicas, or are they actual, oh, like, the, the actual, actual set? They're actual oh, places. Awesome. So the mall, I've actually been to that place, like, before oh. it got transfer like, transformed into, like, the mall, like, the Stranger right. Things Mall. You know, it's called the Gwinnett Place Mall. It's the oddest thing ever. Um, there's this really cool, like, Asian grocery store in there. And it's so cool. They have, like, the coolest stuff in there. Like, they have, like, I don't know. They have, like, these little snacks. Like, little I'm, I'm Asian. I can tell you. They're, like, Yan Yan and Pocky, which is, like, this little, like, frosted yeah, snack. I, yeah, yeah. Pocky. Pocky's really good. And I've yeah. tried the panda desserts. And they're so good. Um, and somebody is texting me. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Oh, oh, it's like, it's so cool. But also I remember like they found a dead body and like that mall was like kind of like weird and everything. And the dead body was there. But when we went to the mall, we were able to like see like some of the stuff. Like they had some like, like, and this was like before season four was being filmed. Like, yeah, like some right. stuff, some stuff still up. Um, you know, they had 
like one of the like walls it was like for like a new coming like store but it was like one one from like the 80s or something they still had the gap store up but they didn't have like the sign um and then we went to the lab and that place was really cool because it's a it's an abandoned university but like Mm -hmm. there's a cop car there and there was like just in case like anybody because they have they still have signs up like two set go this way wow. and there was like a bunch of like production stuff like around there so that was really cool and then they had we went to the arcade place and that was really cool because right next to it if you remember at the end of season three yep. Robin and Steve like they get hired at the video store so it's yep. right next to like they're literally like right next to each oh, other so wall it's to wall. oh wow okay yeah, so like some of the paint from like then like for the arcade like the purple and orange it was still there and we got to like peel a little bit because like everybody else was doing that i stood on the little like block stand for the sign and i'm like i took like the coolest picture of that so that was really cool speaking of arcade yeah, didn't please. uh didn't your dad like rent something like a arcade machine or something during the pandemic yeah. to keep you entertained or something yeah so it was actually for my birthday because they didn't know okay. what, like we weren't really sure what to do and like you know it was like i was the first like no my dad my dad's birthday is in february but like this was before the pandemic so but like mine was like the first one like during like like when everything was locked down right but man like it's actually one of my favorite birthdays because you know like it was like so mellow and like fun at the same time so the day before my birthday me and my dad we went up to go see my grandparents and so that was a lot of fun but while we were gone they rented the gal the guardians of the galaxies um pinball machine and that was really cool so when we got home um we i got to play that all night um and then the next day we i had so much fun like so we we opened up my gifts um they had a video from like all of like my wrestling friends and like people they know on social media like they sent in videos wishing happy birthday um my favorite one is dave lagreca because he his is hilarious his dog was in it oh he was he's amazing um and then that day we went to um what is that place called no we went to like this lake and we had like a picnic out there and that was really nice so you know we, i had a great time you know it wasn't like Got it. had it to was be a, creative a down, yeah yeah it was like a down, like a sad birthday it was it was a lot of fun i had a great time i was gonna say because i think birthdays during I've, i had a lot of family have birthdays during the pandemic it's like you didn't do half you didn't do the cliche things you had to be creative and, and yeah. uh it was almost more fun i actually missed out on that my birthday is january so uh oh. we got to go out for my birthday yeah i'm almost like disappointed in a way you know and everybody uh my daughter had her birthday in the pandemic and and my parents threw her a little little birthday party sort of thing and uh yeah so the pandemic's actually been i think like i said a positive which i feel guilty saying uh oh so we were talking so i know we were talking about stranger things but i I gotta go back to brandon's question um so one last thing I'm really into The Office right now. I love that Michael show. Michael Scott, so rewatchability. Yeah. Who's your favorite uh, that's character? What she said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, I so I love Dwight. Dwight, he yeah. is, uh, he's so cool. Um, and then I I don't know why, but I love Phyllis. Phyllis is my really? favorite. I've never heard anyone say Phyllis. Nice. I love her. She's like so cool. But like I love Michael and like Pam and Jen. You know. But I don't know why. But I'm not a big fan of Jim and Pam together. I don't know. Really? I, it's because it's because of wrestling. Right? Wrestling has trained you to like feel like people shouldn't have happy endings. 
Like there needs to be some sort of like friction they here. Just, I feel like they don't like interact a lot in the show, uh, but I guess like they like it just would have looked weird like if they that's all they did like that would have been like just about them. But yeah. I just watched the episode because like I'm still in the middle of it. But I just watched the episode where they had to do the fire drill, and like I was. I was watching it at night, so, like, all my, my parents were asleep, so, like, I was crying from it. You know, like, I love when Angela, like, she grabbed the cat from the drawer and, like, threw it up into the drawer. Yeah. And then, like, Phyllis is like, what is happening? It's like, <laughs> and then the stay calm part, oh, it was so good. And then Kevin, oh, my God. I was oh, just going to that would have been me. Uh, that would have been me getting all like the leash chips. Oh my god, that was so funny. But speaking of Kevin, uh, so my favorite, my favorite scene in the office is uh, with Kevin's famous chili. I don't know if you've gotten to that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, so I won't spoil it. So just remember chili. That's all I'll say. And it and it, it is like my favorite scene because it's so Kevin for it to happen, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it's also the voiceover like it's it's kind of a juxtaposition of how it happens like the voiceover is different than what you're seeing on the on the clip so oh, okay. i'll just leave it at that but so far what's your favorite scene uh in the office um so the fire but the, the fire, fire drill? Drill. yeah but my favorite episode is really the basketball one okay oh, when Jim plays in the, oh, in the warehouse and stuff yeah. or yes i yeah. love that because like i don't know it just it felt like real because like there's like the ice bag exploded and he's like oh I just couldn't get it. oh that was funny that's probably one of my favorites um so you talked about uh dave lagreca um how'd you get involved with busted open radio so i think really i think the first like my dad called into them like first when we were on the way like to see like my grandparents and i think we were in the process of moving so i think we were going back to my old house to grab more stuff so we um so he called in he was talking so like i was like oh that sounds like fun so like i started to call in and so like you know they kind of recognized me but what really like got me kicked off was when coach started to like co-host on the show and so like i called in one day you know i was giving my insight and stuff so like after my call coach was like oh my god you are so smart like this is like probably one of the best callers i've ever heard i was like oh wow but like as i grew older and like like I, since i started my show called the hot tag you know it really like got me more educated and like i sounded more like clean and everything so definitely you know that's so kind of how that helped that helped you kind of just uh, find your voice you would say yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome um and speaking of which i don't you, you refresh my memory there was something you did i want to say with knockout mm-hmm. where um I think somebody you did like a podcast or something uh, live and somebody kept walking through the interview and you like cut a scathing promo like I'd never heard. Can you just can you tell people about that? Because I remember that was another time that I was like, oh, amazing. Yeah. So it was like. Oh, the, the place was actually really cool. There was, like, a bunch of restaurants in it, and there was, like, a little bar for, like, the adults, obviously. But they did the podcast at, like, one of the big tables. But what they did was, I don't know why they did this, but they had, like, a camera there so they can film it as well. So this guy, he walked past it not knowing that it, there was a camera. So, like, they were like, oh, my God, you should just, like, cut a promo on him when he comes back. And I was like, okay. So, like, when he, when he came out of the bathroom, and I was like, come on, man, you were you walked in front of the camera. And he was like, I'm so sorry. But he didn't speak English, too. So, like, <laughs> I felt so bad. So that was that was kind of funny, though. And I talked to him out there. I was like, I'm so sorry. It's funny to see you, like, cut those scathing promos and then become, like, 
uh, personable again and kind of yeah. have to come out of it. Uh, so, but I remember watching that and I was just like, oh, this should be all over social media <laughs> right now because it was, it was so, so good. But, um, Thank you. Brandon, you were saying it looked like you had a question. Yeah. No, I was gonna, I wanted to ask you about, uh, all the NXT stuff, uh, in the back there. Uh, yeah. yeah. How, how long have you been sort of collecting all this stuff? <laughs> you know, how much um, money? <laughs> and the turnbuckle, though, what, over, yeah. what, what, where's that from specifically? Because it's, it's, it's ripped, the ripped the rip turnbuckle. So it looks like yeah. that, that's from so, something, right? Yeah, it is. So at one of the house shows, it was actually my, dad, my dad's birthday. And so, like, it ripped from No Way Jose. And so we, like, I asked the ref, I was like, oh, can I have that? And he was like, yeah, sure. So he gave it to me. So we'll just keep it there. And up there is the NXT Women's Championship with, you can't see it, but I have Sasha's glasses. These are authentic. And then I have my silver headband. So I got everything go. in there. So is that the famous, the famous headband that you wore? Yes, it's very gotcha. That's that's awesome. I like your little corner, uh, your little Thank wrestling you. memorabilia yeah, corner. Yeah, it's where I film every day, so it's cool. I love it. You see this Triple H, NXT, WWE, <laughs> whoever's watching, sign this girl yesterday. All right, <laughs> putting it out there. <laughs> but but speaking of Triple H and NXT, when's the first time you went to NXT? Like, when is the first at least vivid memory that you have? I don't know that. That's a long time ago, but yeah. Um. I man, that was a couple years ago. So you know, I definitely started to watch when it was FCW. So that was a while back. Oh, so in Tampa? Yeah. We might have crossed paths because we used to go to FCW a lot, okay. uh, which is which is funny. But yeah, I mean, now that it's um, did you you lived in Tampa at the time, or did you all still live no, in I Orlando? Lived, I lived so. I'm originally from like Spring Hill, which is like okay. close to Orlando. It, so literally 10, 10, 15 minutes away from me. Yeah, so that's gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. So you were closer back then. Mm-hmm. I was. Makes sense. Um, so let me see. I got um, one more question from a fan here, which is: okay. uh, I have a question for Izzy. Besides facing Bailey, which other WWE women superstar do you want to face? And also, just chase after your dreams. You're doing great. So that's okay, the other part of that. Thank you very much. Um, so uh, that's hard. I would have to go with man. That's really hard. I think everybody wants to see me versus Sasha for many reasons, so right. I would have to go with that. We can. We got a video package like right away. You could. I could see it in my head. Like everybody can. You know. You got clips yeah. available for that one. I mean, you got her sunglasses behind you. you just use I those do. in the. <laughs> just use that in the feud. Oh man, that'll be awesome. And um, Izzy, I just want to say it's been amazing spending some time with you. Yeah, um, thank picking, you. Picking your brain. And we got to have you back on here some some other day. I'm sure you're doing big things this year, and they seem to be getting bigger every time I talk to you. So um, congratulations on all your Thank success, you. and uh, can't wait to see what else you do. Thank you so much. Uzi right, Yeah. <laughs>